Hey, what's up, branding experts? Arik here at eBay Design, and welcome to On Branding Podcast. And today, my guest is Joey Cofon, and Joey is the founder and CEO of Baron Fig, and he's also an award-winning designer and entrepreneur. So Joey's work has been featured in Fast Company, Bloomberg, New York Magazine, Bon Appetit, Quartz, Mashable, and Print, just to name a few. And so today, we're going to talk about creativity, because Joey just published his new book, which I have right here. The title is The Laws of Creativity, Unlock Your Originality, and Awaken Your Creative Genius. So hello, Joey. Thanks for joining right, us today. What's up, man? I'm, it's a pleasure to chat. I am really excited. You're in Brooklyn. I know that. I'm in right over the water from you, and I've got the you... chaos outside, but we're going okay. to do it anyways. That's how... We do so it we in, do it in, in New, New York. York, right? Exactly. Okay, so I got your book. It's a really interesting book. It's obviously about creativity. It's very comprehensive, 400 pages. So basically, in your book, you present us with 39 laws of creativity, right? And the premise of the book is that creativity is not really magic. So results can often, they look magical, but the act itself is not. It's not like it's the creativity, some kind of a talent that so only a few selected were born with, right? It's more of a skill that we can develop. And so we can use this book as a resource to help us harness the power of creativity that you argue is already within us. So we just need to remind ourselves. So this book is a reminder, right? Can guide you us through some exercises. So I wanted to start with a simple question. What is creativity? And maybe can we start off with you telling your own story, you know, the story about the worm? I think this will make for a great introduction. Yeah. And then from there, we can go to your definition of what creativity really is. Yeah. So creativity is definitely a thing that's been on my mind forever. And it, it's resulted in a company, Baron Fig, that makes tools to help you think. The book, The Laws of Creativity to Master Your Ideas. But it all came from this day of seven years old. I remember it so clearly. And I walk into first grade and my teacher's there. And for some reason, she had like a 1980s haircut. Man, it was like just like, the, like it was like a fro. Okay. With the curls. And she was a lovely lady. And she handed me a worksheet and it was to color a work. Okay. Super simple. You color cut it out, put it on the board. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I go to my desk, I put my arm around the page, I get my crayons and I'm like, this is going to be the greatest damn coloring on anyone in the class. So I do my thing and I guess I took long because I was like the last person to go up to the board and I'm walking up there and everybody's all, stuff is already up, all the worms, even though they were a little dip because sure, the people colored it with different colors or used dots and lines and whatnot. Fortunately, at there all together, they look the same in this little kid, Joey, seven years old, my heart sunk. And I was like, I can't put mine up. It's no different. So I go back to my desk and teachers, Joey, is everything okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I just, I forgot something. And now I'm sitting at my desk like, what am I going to do? So I'm like probably close to tears at this because this is like the most important thing to this little kid. And then I'm looking down and I see all these pieces of paper on my desk that I had cut out the work. And I'm like, Oh my God, bright light ticks on. I can use the, I can use this. Wow. It's like thunder. I can use this. So quickly I draw a microphone, a boom box and clips. I cut them out. I accessorize yeah. my worm. I go put it on the board. And now it is the most unique worm up there, like bar none. And the teacher comes behind me. And she, I remember so clearly, she just says, 
I've never seen anything like this. Like, no one has ever done this. And so since that in first grade, seven years old, I have been addicted to the feeling of changing an idea just a little bit so that people are surprised and doing something new. And that has right. just driven me for the next 30 years. Yeah, that's a great story. And yeah, so you were so proud. I think that we can all relate to that. We all we have this desire to create something unique or general and be recognized for that. So you definitely, you describe this even in more detail in your book, for example, about like how proud you were, you were smiling, you knew that this is something different. And yeah, so this is a great introduction to talk about creativity because you argue in your book that you actually creativity. So maybe let's start with your definition of what is creativity because you know, many people can understand this you know, as many different things. So how would you define creativity? Yeah, that's a great place to start. So I think we get like, all, we have all these ideas about what creativity is and you know, stereotypes and whatnot, but at its most simple, creativity is just the practice of ideas. That's straightforward. And, and the average person has 6,000 ideas a day. So the purpose is, hey, why don't we take advantage of all these ideas that we're having and use them since we have them anyway. And so then you have the laws of creativity, which is helping you do that. Can you right. hear that? Yes, but th that's not a problem. I think that's still okay. I can hear you well, and I hope our listeners as well. So... This is what's creativity, right? Creativity is basically, you know, coming up with those ideas. But, okay, so what is not creativity? You say in your book that creativity is not a talent and you can actually develop your creativity. It's more of a skill, right? And yeah. so why creativity? Can, Maybe we can go, yeah, we can, yeah, go ahead. I can dig we'll in say on something. that for sure. Yeah. sure. Are we allowed to curse? Is this a cursing podcast? I got to watch my language. That's okay. okay. Okay, okay. So the idea that creativity is a talent is bullshit. Because people think that you're either born with it or you're not. Right? And that is like, okay, then no one wants to learn anything if they think they can't get it from the beginning. And it's absolutely false. You don't have to, you don't have to take my word for it, okay? You read the intro, already you know. NASA, organization that puts people on the move. They're not wrong. They're very precise people. They did a study and found that 98% of kids at age five are at the creative genius level. 98. By adulthood, that number goes down to 2%. So what my book is essentially doing is saying, number one, you don't, I don't have to teach you creativity because you already know it. I just got to help you remember. But number two, there, for such a liable drop from 98 to 2, that means systematically society is doing that is beating it out of us. Yeah. You know, the first part of my book, there's, the book's put into three parts, the creative yeah. thinking, the creative process, and then how to be really good at the end. And that whole first section, before I can even teach the process, is changing your thinking. And this is, it's really important that you start to slowly tune your idea of what creativity actually is versus what, you know, society has told us that it is. Yeah, and you elaborate on that in, in the book. You know, as you mentioned, you know, the NASA study, uh, so we are all creative and you know, like, we lose it, you know, with the time. I have also some of my key takeaways from, from this part. So why creativity is important? So for our listeners who are most likely designers or entrepreneurs who are interested in branding and, and, and design. Uh, but creativity is important in every discipline, right? It's not, of course, as a designer, you need to be creative, but also as a, as a copywriter, for example. So in writing, in, in music, in personal development, and, and definitely in business as, uh, in general, right? 
So as a creative individual, we can come up with better ideas. We can validate those ideas in a better way. We can command more attention and get better opportunities and as a result, make more money, right? Uh, and you mentioned you, you basically structure your book into three main parts. So I wanted to actually structure the podcast in, in a similar way because you probably don't, won't have enough time to talk about all the uh, 39 laws of creativity. Uh, so let's do this. Maybe you can give us a, a, a couple of examples from each part. So I wanted to start with the foundation, with the mindset, we know, as you mentioned, is super important. So the first part is about the mindset. The second part is about the process itself, how to start, you know, how to start creating from start to finish. And then it's about the excellence, right? So how to think creatively? A very simple question. Can you talk to us about this foundation, about the mindset? Yeah. And chapter one is, in, in, is chapter one for a reason, because it's titled Be Weird. And so this, this unfortunate thing that we've done as a society, probably a global society at this point, which is we have weaponized the word weird. And you know, it sounds dramatic, but think about, you know, in high school, oh man, that kid is weird. Or at the office, that, that person is weird, right? And that becomes a negative. When actually what we're saying is that that person isn't like all of us. Actually weird in the sense of being creative and expressive, because it says it's a form of self-expression. The weird person is the brave person putting themselves out there and letting their weirdness show. And so the first chapter is like, okay, fundamentally, you understand that. Sure, Joey, I get it. like what it actually mean. And, you know, I'm a big fan of practical think. Uh, I'm not to talk, talk to you about my crystal ball and BS. I, I put it simply, think about it this way. Say you've got three things that you're really into. Eric, you, let's say a book or a book, a movie. It, you know, an activity, like something you do for fun. Can you give me name three? And they don't basketball. have to be your favorite. Basketball. basketball. Okay. Yeah, I play basketball. What, what else you said? Uh, music. It could it, be in what category? Music, um, music is great. Yeah, play. Favorite band. Yeah, so Sorry. music, hip hop, for example. Uh, cool. I like hip hop. I listen to hip hop. When I work, I listen to instrument. Uh, hip um, so I'm not disturbed by the words. I play basketball for fun. I, I do kickboxing for fun. And and uh, yeah, I like, I love reading books and, uh, and learning new things. Completing course and, and see, this is awesome. You're like already, you've, there's so much of who you are. And it's, it's, it's amazing because this is how the example works. So you've given me basketball and kickboxing. You know, I'm six, three, love basketball. Um, you gave uh, music, hip hop. Let's say I like logic. Okay. The rapper, I like uh, Jay-Z, but we'll go with Jay-Z. Jay -Z. He's the man. And let's say the book, we'll use the laws of creativity because I'm biased right okay. now. Okay. So who we found. For three things that, and there's way more to you than three, but let's take these three and then a thousand yeah. options each, which there's way more than a thousand books and there's way more than a thousand artists, music artists, and a thousand ways you could play sports. Let's just say with those yeah. three already, there is a billion permutations. You are, and there's 8 billion people on earth. So you are already just one in eight people. That's how unique, just with three. And if you had a fourth item, you there's... I'd I should add riding a, a Harley. Harley, a Harley ride. My That's very unique. My, yeah, my family uh, has a couple Harley. They used to go all the way to the West Coast and go up and down. So let's take the fourth thing now. You got your Harley riding. With four items at 1,000 each, you use 128 billion permutations. That is way more than the population of Earth. So if you get those, just those four things into your work, somehow, your work is mathematically unique. You are actually provably unique. So when you start to take all these things in your life, 
and you let them into your work, you know, quote unquote, let yourself be, you actually systematically can start to produce unique things without thinking because you're being yourself. You're you, more unique than you think is where I'm going with this. So that is yeah. the beginning of part one foundation and how you can start to think about um, ways in which you can look at the world where weird is actually a positive. Yeah. I really like the, I, I think uh, being in some, uh, this is the first law you mentioned in the book. Uh, my favorite probably from this, there are uh, uh, key, uh, some of my uh, favorite. So for example, challenging assumptions, uh, the law of disruption, thinking in combinations, the law of connection and, and, and things like um, embracing fear, welcoming fear and, and just having, what are you, what, what, which ones of those are the most like important or closest to you? Yeah, it's tough because they're sort of the way I wrote it, you stack on top of each other. Like if you don't really yeah. under law, law one, it's hard to go number two and so on. But it continues, that becomes less. But I think what's really important in, for me is the number four, the law of unknown. I think that is the one that probably mm -hmm. gets people the most because the very idea of being creative is doing something where you don't know where you'll end up. And if we go all the way back to that NASA stat that I mentioned, where you go from 98% creative to two, part of the reason that we do that is because when we go to school as kids, we are taught that you can see the end from the beginning. So what I mean by that right. is we're given an assignment. Hey, it's, you have to write three pages on the plot of this book, or you have to do a geometry proof why these two things are right angles. And so when we start, we already know where we're supposed to end. And for 20 years, we're trained that. And then you go into the real world and you all of a sudden understand that life is just a complete. And if you want to be creative, you must do the opposite. Never know where you're. And so the law of the yeah. unknown speaks to that and, and to get beyond the fear. And fear is numb. I'm, I'm sure you feel this way. Like for me, I've been a designer now for over two decades. And every time I start something brand new, I still am. Is this going to be the one I can't do? before I get, yeah. I'm an incredible performer, but there's still like Michael Jordan didn't go into the game knowing he was going to win. He knew that he was going to fight to win. And I think it's mm -hmm. as, a, as a creative, you don't know where you're going, but you know that if you do this process, you can get there. That's, that's right. the law of the unknown. No, I think all these artists and, and, and creatives can relate to that. You know, when we start a new, um, I have this, you know, I know like I'm confident because of my experience and in my abilities, and I know that I'm going to create some great, but it's just, I don't know how it's going to like, you know, I, you know, how many experiments we will have to run revisions, you know, how great, you know, how this idea will evolve over time. Right. So I cannot say, I think, you know, where I'm going to, um, I'm just confident in my, in my abilities, um. Uh, very important, embrace this unknown. Um, okay. So let's talk about the process. Um, so the second part yeah. is about the process, how to create from start to, um, is, is the laws of action. Um, all of these, I like, this is what we do as, as designers, right? As the, the book is a kind of a, like, for example, asking questions, defining the problem, gathering inspiration, right? This is kind of a process, um, that, uh, so can you just walk us this? Yeah, for sure. So the second part is the laws of action. Yeah, there's two ways you could, there's two ways you could read the whole book, start to finish. Um, this section in particular is act chronological steps to creating. So if you want yeah. it, it could guide you through creating from no idea all the way to publishing mm -hmm. your idea, or you could just, so 
the way I think of as a, as a collection, I think this is really is think about traveling. I haven't been to every city in the world. You haven't been to every city in the world. But if I say, Eric, hey man, how do I get, let's, I haven't been to, Ber have you been to Berlin? Not yet. Cool. Perfect. But we both know how to get to Berlin. You know, you yeah. go on the internet, you book a kit, you, you hop in the taxi, you go to the airport, you fly, you, you either get a rental car, you get in a thing and you follow signs and you get to creating is the same way in that I don't need to know what's at the end to know how to get right? the process of traveling. I don't know what's at Berlin, but I know how to go. This section is all about it. And I think one law we could really talk in relation to the law of the unknown is the law, because you mentioned it, doing many versions, is the law of iteration, where yeah, it's essentially, right? Like iteration yeah. is, I actually think designers, you know, yourself, myself, we have to, in order to be a good designer, I have, I have to overcome a bit of your human nature to be a bit afraid of, of what you don't know, to keep going, to keep iterating. And so those, you know, don't concern yourself with quality, rather prioritize iteration. Because at the end, what happens is actually, you know, that quality over quality, quality over quality. My watch is, what it doesn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Siri's like, I got the, uh, well, what it doesn't tell you, it just tells you the destination. It's like, Hey, I want to end up with something nice. It's you know, useless. What the real full thought is in my mind is quality over quantity, but quantity begets quality. So the more you do, the better it gets So like, mm -hmm. even in, even what you said earlier about you're doing a bunch of versions and you don't know if you're going to do five or 10 or 20, and you're not so concerned about this being the perfect version. It's just another, and yeah. a, that, that can be a hard pill to swallow. It's also reassuring that, you know, your goal is no longer to, it's instead of doing something right, you just got to do. Yeah. You just need to start. Yeah. And, uh, Exactly. Uh, about this in, in your book, in, about the tenacity and determination and not right. Just putting your uh, right mindset to, you know, to be able to go you know, hard work and, and those managers, right. And never, yeah. And as a, as a designer, actually, I, I think we, you know, relate that, you know, when we design something, it's like, even in right, um, when I speak to my, I started hiring, right. Um, it's, it's almost impossible to get things right first. You, you have to write something. You have to start somewhere. You have to do some research, just start writing, and then you're going to rewrite that. And that's how you're going to better and, and, and come up with something that is really good. Um, sit down and, you know, your word document or whatever. And you sign. so iteration is about making revisions and, you know, getting, um, and uh, maybe another one we can talk, um, so maybe sketch out, you know, like the importance of what do you think is there and if you wanted to talk about. There is one that I, I think I really want to kind of get across in a short amount of time is the law of simplicity and it's oh, about, yeah, uh, a good one. engaging in limits, right? Mm -hmm. you know, the, when someone says you can create anything, oh my goodness, it's, it's, it's almost, um, whereas if you have tight limits. You're able to, uh, progress actually, I like to do it as, you know, say I drop you into a 300 acre field in the middle and I go find it at the gate somewhere. And you're like, where the hell do we go? There's so many options. But if I put you at the road and I said, find the end road, you're so limited. You can only go in one direction. And so we can actually right. leverage that in our own is what, 
we can create limits around what we're trying to do. And you can do that by sharpening the problem or the question that you're asking. So for, um, you know, when we made our pen and pay, right? Our goal, yeah. we could have made a ton of different pens. We could have made pens for, I don't know, lightweight pens, ones that are good on fun by doctors or lawyers or whatever, an infinite amount of options. We were curious, could we make the simple object and as a pen? What does that look like? And so that was it at any time we were designing. It was constantly, how do we pull more away from this pen? Is it really necessary? So, you know, one cool thing we landed on is, uh, I know pens aren't exciting, but this was, this really was super cool to pull off, which usually a pen has two, two different bumps, uh, separate parts. The one is to extract the tip. So you either click or you twit top. And then the other part is if it's got ink side, usually about halfway on the barrel, you twist it open. You could take out the ink and put it in another. Ink. What if we could take those two things and make them one, one spot? So I've got our pen that we ended up making, which has mm -hmm. one part. I'm holding it up, everybody. It's got no clip. It's super straightforward. If you go to baronfig.com and look up Squire, you see it. And this part of top not only extracts the tip, yeah. but if you twist it past a stop, then you could take out the ink. So mm -hmm. the simplest object possible was the limitation. And so we were able to say, oh, as much as we want this really cool clip, that's not as simple as it would be. And so it, the limits make things easier. I'm sure you've seen that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, as designers, we, yeah, definitely, you know, so one thing is to do iteration and uh, experiment with different variations of the same idea, but the other thing to just uh, kind of like direct yourself, um, limit yourself in, you know, and, and focus on simplicity as well, because it's not always about adding stuff to, to, to the idea It's sometimes about, you know, and, um, creating that focus. I think that there was some metaphor. I forgot about what was that about in, um, you explain, you elaborate, uh, more, uh, you know about the simplicity. I just have this, um, like, uh, in, in illustration, um, you know, just to, so, um, just, yeah. The attention pie. Is that the attention? Pie yes, that, exactly. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So you have cool. Uh, not only when you make, um, is there the challenge of making it, but there's a challenge of communicating it. And I came up with the tool called the attention pie that could work. People have a limited attention span. And the more information you put them, the harder it is for them to, and it's super straightforward. Imagine a pie with a hundred slices in flour, all your slices, a hundred of them are focused as flour. Okay. That's a, that's a yellow flour. But if I tie a bow around it and I give it to you, now it's 50 slices and 50 slices. So just by adding an element to the message, I devalued the entire thing, each the original element I have. And so the attention pie is a way deliberately communicate or deliberately add limits so that there's value to the things that you leave in. Yeah, yeah that's, that's definitely something that, uh, as we, we need. Uh, okay. So in the, uh, in the, sorry, in the third part, you talk about the excellence, right? So we are going from the mindset to actually the, the process, how to do things, how to create things. And, uh, and, and as you said, it's more of a chrono chronological order here in, in, and, and in the third part, you talk about the lens hot, so stand out and, and rise yeah. above this. And, um, so can you talk to us, you know, the, this, these laws of, uh, yeah, sure. So, uh, 
over the last 10 years, I've, um, I've art directed and designed over a hundred products from idea to customer in, I've learned a whole lot. And on top of that, I've been able to work with incredible creators like James Clear, Roxanne Gay, uh, just tons of people in this third action. Great. One second. Can you hear me? My mic cut out. Yeah. No, Let I think we can hear you. And third section is actually, you know, I got lucky to observe these things over and again. Uh, and I put them into the laws that I observed that these people and to really rise above everyone. And so the laws of greatness is, you know, a set of laws where, okay, you think creatively, you've got the creative process under your belt. And how do you take your game and do this, that you really phenomenal. And I'm not pulling any punches in this section, but get here now, in the beginning, like more encouraging. And I'm like, you got this, you can do this. And then I'm like, cool, keep it going, keep it going of like, you know, you, you're getting towards the black belt now. And now I'm like, come on, you're not doing, you're not, as you could like, oh, pull from deep within to really, you know, I started with the law of showing up, which is if you don't do work, toward period and then i go into the importance of discipline because a lot of you know can have trouble with discipline i go into the law of chaos because a lot of people who are creative have trouble go and then i talk about how you can refine your thinking more how you can refine your workspace how you can go the extra mile to pull idea um and i tell all these you know, in every chapter, actually, there's a story for all of them. And you kind of really have to learn from, you know, greats like Bruce Lee, Miles Davis, yeah. Anthony, uh, Zaha Hadid, who she's like one of the greatest architects of all time and, um, pull these thoughts together into something that, hello, you know, fully. Right. So, uh, okay. So some of my key takeaways, as you, as you, as you mentioned, the first one is, you know, to show up, you have to, you have to have, um, you need to, uh, take care of um, no, um, because you have to have this mental endurance, right? So, uh, uh, people to do different things sometimes, um, travel, discover new things, do new things and, 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 um, have a vision, have a something inspiring to, it's all about the selling and, and, and doing the work and showing, um, like designing your environment. So, uh, so that you can. Absolutely. There's so, uh. No, go ahead. I've got a, I got a, um, of this section because it's unexpected. Uh, it's called the law of symbiosis. It says that your body's mm -hmm. more than a container for your brain. It directly affects the quality of thinking. And I tell a story, Venus, uh, uh, sorry, Serena Williams. She is the best female tennis player to ever play. She has more grand, uh, male or female tennis player. And Rena admits that tennis is 70% mental process that for a moment where in such a fit, like the champion of all champions, who's in incredible shape says that only 30% is her physicality and 70% in the chapter goes on to explain how there was a woman who was a scientist named Wendy Suzuki and she was pretty unhealthy and she goes on a trip and she's just like, work is not working out for us. She goes on this trip to Peru and she's. Mm -hmm rafting and camping and she stops for a moment unloading the the canoes and she's realized god i am i am the link she looks around and there's all these physically fit adventurer it, it makes her never want to be the weakest link again so she goes home she her 
uh, Bay approach from uh, academic work to shape. And what, what happens is after she gets in shape, she has an epiphany where she's sitting in one night. All of a sudden she's realizing, realizing my, she's like, mm -hmm. my writing never goes well. And, and she also noticed that her memory and her attention, her mood are all far better in shape. And so she turns all of her scientific studies towards the relationship between brain and the body. And essentially mm -hmm. she comes to the conclusion and she proves it through science that when you take care of your body, your mind works better. The easiest way that I can is healthy. Everybody can agree that your heart is going to work less. Your heart is in danger or you're like, well, mm -hmm. that's the brain thing. Just because it's intangible, we start, we don't think about it that way. But when you can take care of your body and be healthier, your mind operates better. You remember more, you focus more, it is easier, right. just happy in general. And so this is a law that I really like, and it does belong in this section because I have noticed that a lot of incredible creators who make a living off their ideas take care of body because mm -hmm. they've, whether conscious consciously, there's, there's a connection that helps them do what they do better. And so this chapter is all about that. I really appreciate that. They, you know, you've got creatives who neglect that because they don't. Right. I totally agree. I, I, I noticed myself that even in my industry, you know, some of the former, uh, uh, people in my industry, they, they all exercise, they have some kind of a discipline, you know, um, just going to the sports, you know, I think it's important. Uh, so we cannot definitely, we should. Uh, it is, uh, because there is definitely like after, after moving, after exercising, if you keep your in the right shape, uh, your mind is going to be in, in good shape, right? You have this release endorphins and, and stuff like that. So, it, um, so as a result, you can come up with more creativeness, right? Or be more efficient. Absolutely. Uh, okay. uh, of course, I'm going to link in, in, uh, in the description below, people can, uh, to you, um, website, uh, social media. Yeah, sure. Uh, for people who want to check out the book, the easiest way, go to joeycafone.com. Um, or if you want to check out Baron Fig, which I've been building for 10 years, baronfig.com. And of course, Instagram and Twitter, both at joeycafone. Tell me, tell me your creative challenges. I'm down to check. Okay, awesome. So again, joeycafone.com, baronfig.com, and we're going to link to the book. Thanks again. Thanks for sending over the book, and thanks for coming All on right, the show. Thanks, man. I really appreciate Pleasure, that. Dude. Nice, nice. Thank you. Chill out.